0: Hello everyone and welcome to the fifth episode of Wilderness Matters where we discuss the skills, science, and gear necessary to enjoy the outdoors safely and responsibly. As always, I'm your host Joe, the creator of Balefire Outdoors on YouTube, and that's actually the topic of today. I kind of want to just casually talk about seven years as a content creator. As of recording this, today is my official anniversary, and I really just wanted to take some time, not a full-length episode, but a fairly long time, To reflect on that and talk through the process I went through, some of my experiences, the pros and cons of being a content creator, and encourage you guys, if you're at all interested in sharing your love of the outdoors, outdoors gear, environmental science, to go ahead and start making content. It's a great way to further explore a hobby that you're very interested in, and it's a great way to share your skills and your knowledge with other people who might be dying to learn from you. A lot of us think that we're not very creative or we're not necessarily great at what we do, but you'd be surprised once you start hitting that record button how much you actually know and the impact you can have ...on your local community or even your community abroad. Uh, So before we really get into my experience with this and some notes I have, I just want to remind everyone the best thing you can do to support the show is to leave us a review on places like iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and the like helps us get more notoriety. The more people that listen, the more likely we are to have an impact on this crazy world of ours. You can also follow us over on YouTube and Instagram at Balefire Outdoors. I would greatly appreciate if you watched my videos without ad blocker. That is how I financially support the show and my channel. Links to all that will be in the show notes, which because of the nature of this video will be quite brief and not the usual structure. Now, I have been doing YouTube videos for seven years, right around 2015 I started. And I can credit that to a wonderful gentleman in the YouTube outdoorsman space named Lee Ralph. Many of my fellow content creators in the outdoorsman space know who Lee is. Some of you guys are listening to this podcast right now. You can understand that I love Lee. Lee is a great guy. If you've never watched a Lee Ralph video, I'm going to leave a link to his YouTube channel so that you can go check him out. He's just a wonderful gentleman, a very, very knowledgeable gentleman, and was a great staple to our community for several years. He has since kind of slowed down, not necessarily fully quit, but slowed down making content on YouTube to focus on family and personal matters. But he is just a a very big influence on a lot of us, the people that came up right around 2015 to 2020. A lot of us owe a lot to Lee. And that's usually how it starts with becoming a content creator. It's one of two ways. Either you watch someone's video and they inspire you to do it, or you're already a creative and you already know you want to share what you've got with the world. And I think it's really, really good either way. It's great to be inspired by others as long as you temper your expectations. And I think it's great to be confident in your abilities and what you know and what you can do and to want to share that with the world. So no matter what area you're coming from, you should really consider becoming a content creator and at least taking a step in that direction. Make a video, see how you feel. You don't even have to upload it and go from there and that's exactly what I did as I made a video or two just to see how it was like to record could I possibly do this for an extended period of time and then I finally posted my first video publicly It was a gear review on, I believe, a Fiskars saw. It was one of those ones where you crank the dial and it goes in and out, uh, out the front saw, and it was total garbage. The replacement I got on it was garbage. It was a negative product review, and typically negative product reviews don't do well. A lot of people just wanna see and reaffirm that what they're interested in buying is a great thing. A lot of people don't like negative product reviews, but that video still did okay, and I got the attention of some folks in the outdoors community that were like, hey, I had the same experience, or hey, I was interested in that. Thank you for letting me know that, of your experience because I still wasn't very confident in this purchase over something like a Baco Laplander. And so it was something that got a conversation going. And that's what I I really found that I like, is having the conversation. It's not just the making of the content, but it's the community aspect after you post it. the The comments, the critiques the getting to know fellow content creators who have had similar experiences or comparing gear with other folks. That's really what I ended up enjoying about doing YouTube content, is being able to have that interaction and be a part of a community. And that'll usually be how it works, is once you start making content, you'll hook up with other content creators. You'll hook up with people that like your content and might even give you good advice on how to do things. Which kind of leads me to the next thing is i really had to learn how to take a critique and 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 learn and be humble enough to learn from other content creators who knew more than me or had had a lot more experience in certain things and you just got to stay humble with that. A lot of people, I think, when they go to be a content creator have this idea, at least when I was growing up, that, oh, they're going to be the next YouTube star. They want to be the next Phil DeFranco, the next Markiplier or PewDiePie. And that's not going to be the way things work. That That's like a one in a billion chance. It is extremely rare that you'll hit it like that as a content creator. And so you got to be humble and be willing to learn things, not be too confident in your goals and what you want to do, because things change very quickly once you start experiencing content creation. And that's how it really kind of went for me in my content creation. I went from doing just gear reviews and talking about gear and being interested in a community. I became interested in educating a community and building my own community around myself and a group of fellow outdoors creators that all had very similar mindsets that were very interested in the same things. And so we all kind of grew up together in our little YouTube circle. I started talking about concepts. I talked about things that even weren't that popular that actually went against the ingrained dogma of outdoorsmanship. I challenged the legendary notion that ferro rods are the best fire fire starter and that you have to have a ferro rod in every single inch of your pack. Uh, I demonstrated in my video that when they get wet, they don't work that well. And that it's super easy to dry a lighter when they do get wet. And that it's possible to use lighters when it's cold out. And that ferro rods aren't the best for everyone. And that video was controversial. Uh, I probably will remake that video and see it, how much the, the community has changed since then. But I still think it's going to be controversial today. But I was comfortable doing that because I wasn't doing it for validation. I wasn't doing it to get everyone to like me. I was doing it to show my experience and help... Talk about a common subject amongst my little group and, and really kind of form a community around me that was no nonsense. We weren't going to just we repeat the company line, so to speak, that was the bushcraft dogma at the time. When I was coming up in 2015 and 2017, uh, that's really a bushcraft era. There was a lot of stuff there, and that's what the outdoors community focused on. Even today, it's still quite popular. And that was a really good decision on my part to to go that next level. and Instead of just being interested in community, just try to form my own and build one around myself and like-minded individuals. But I also was careful not to to get caught up in groupthink. I wanted to have people around that would just tell me what's up too. I wanted to retain that critique, that that ability to understand that I'm not perfect. And that having people around that will tell me the truth or tell me if I'm wrong so that I can grow. That was just really important to me. And now along with that is with coming to terms with critiquing and building your own community is you're gonna have people that just don't like what you do. You're gonna have people that firmly disagree with you for the sake of disagreeing with you, trolls, haters, whatever you wanna call them, as well as people that just strongly have different opinions because they had very different experiences from you. Someone in the city is going to be having a very different opinion on outdoorsmanship than someone like me from the country because our experiences in the outdoors are going to be very different in terms of breadth of experience, the type of experience, the areas at which we frequent. We're just going to be different. We're from two different worlds. And so you have to understand not everyone is going to be your friend. Not everyone is going to give you helpful critique. Some of it's just going to be garbage. Some of it's just going to be outright disagreement. And you got to know how to take that as a content creator. You can't just have a hissy fit or a tantrum every time someone disagrees with you. Uh, I have learned to, to manage my trolls quite well. I either remove the comments or I mark them so that they can't spread more hateful messages. Uh, I've gotten you know racial comments. I've gotten lots of stuff on my videos where it's just no longer acceptable So I mute that person from my channel. I don't usually address it I don't give them the attention they want, but once in a while there will be a comment that needs to be addressed because it's either so egregious or it, they just clearly didn't get the message of the video, and when you do that, you got to do it respectfully. Talk like you're talking to a child, because sometimes, or even really a lot of times, the person on the other end of that that keyboard warrior comment is a child. And I think if you you take that approach, like you're talking to a child, it'll allow you to get your point across and show where you're coming from, but not in a way that that's so nasty and so you know, run and gun tantrum style that it starts to give your audience a bad taste in their mouth. Because even if you're in the right, if you're throwing a temper tantrum, quickly your audience will, will end up kind of you know thinking you've got a temper problem, and that's not something a lot of people enjoy. Uh, if I would just yell at all the idiots that leave horribly factually incorrect comments on my videos and just, you know, call them names and tear them apart, my audience would not respect that. I know very well that they would not respect that. That's actually why I have such a strong community around me as I do is because I'm honest, I'm thoughtful, but I'm still kind when I address people. And so knowing how to take a negative thing is also a very big part of being a content creator beyond, you know taking that step to to appreciate that you're part of a community grow a community around you accept those critiques you also got to accept the trolls and then from there on it's pretty much just finding your niche a lot of people get started with gear reviews or reviews of products in whatever their space is whether it's sports cosmic type stuff with like astrology or whether it's with makeup or whether it's like with the outdoors or tech. Everyone usually gets started with gear reviews because that's what people want. We are we live in a commercialist world, a consumerist lifestyle. That's just what we do. And so that's a great way to get yourself noticed, a great way to get the views up, to get your initial subs. But then I would encourage you to go beyond that. Find your niche something that is part of your hobby that you're really interested in like with pocket knives some guys are super nerdy about metallurgy which is the study of metals and they really get into it and they are wonderful people for some folks in the knife community that's super dry and boring but for a lot of folks they're interested in at least learning the basics about the steels that are in their knives how those steels should work what's the difference between m390 and m4 is it worth the cost increase over something like s30v these are things that consumers and and viewers want to know but not necessarily are willing to take the time to research so you being nerdy on your little niche of whatever you're interested in can help get you attention as well. Go that next step beyond just doing reviews is demonstrating your knowledge of your hobby or your your niche area of that hobby. You're allowing yourself to to be you and embrace the nerdy part that you're interested in, but you're also helping out the community by educating consumers, educating fellow individuals like in our space fellow outdoorsmen, and you're really demonstrating that you're someone that can be trusted, someone that's worth watching because you're so knowledgeable of the subject you know we're doing this not necessarily for attention i don't do this for attention i could give a gosh darn less whether a video gets 100 views or 100 million I, i'm not here to be an influencer a brand ambassador or any of that but still I'm making videos to be watched if i'm the only person watching my videos there's not really much of a point of posting the video right it's wasted effort so you still want to want to think about how you can grow your channel especially in the first year of having a channel if you're interested going the youtube route or or think about how you're going to grow your instagram or your facebook group or whatever you're doing and it's still important. So this is a great way to go about that is getting credibility in your social circles, your hobby circles. With us, it's an outdoorsmanship. You got to do more than just review the gear. You got to show that you know how to use that gear. You got to know that uh, the ins and outs and the intricacies of the hobby. And by nerding out on your little niche, it's a great way to do that. For me, I have several niches. For when it comes to knives, I know a lot about knife law, especially in my state of New York. I have some of the the most popular videos on knife law on YouTube because I'm so knowledgeable of it and because it changes all the time most people don't have the time to keep up with it like I do. When it comes to outdoorsmanship, I know a lot about the environmental science. There's tons of brilliant people in the outdoors community But not all of them are formally educated in the science that goes behind outdoorsmanship or there's a lot of people who do have a formal education in environmental stuff but they're not as actively involved in the outdoors community so i have the education and the experience to kind of bridge that gap yeah i'm a scientist but i'm also a scientist that is an active member of the outdoors community. I'm not just out there studying animals. I know how to use an ax. I I know how to set up a tarp shelter and things of that nature. I've educated myself on both sides of the spectrum. And so I have been able to use that gap, the gap spanning to to really get better credibility in the community, to, to really gain a good audience who's interested in learning about both things. I've got folks that are backpackers but still wanna know about the science behind ornithology and how to see certain types of birds during types of years, certain things that they can do for that, how they can help maintain those trails so that they're still there for when their kids grow up and want to go backpacking with them. There's a lot of overlap, but not a lot of people that can do the overlap. So finding your niche, but also being flexible was a big part of me and my niches really have made me unique in the space. There's a lot of people who do gear reviews. There's a lot of people who do backpacking reviews. There's a lot of people that talk about environmental science, but there's not a lot of people that can bridge the gap between all of that. So that's where my niche really allows me to shine. I'm not someone with tens of thousands of subs or a million views on a video, but I still have a very strong, tight-knit community that really respects what I can do, and I'm thankful for it every day just because I embraced my niche. And, that, and that's really the next step of being a content creator. Have a goal in mind when you set up your channel. You know, experiment with those gear reviews or experiment with those product reviews. Start finding your part of the hobby that you're really interested in. Embrace it, make content on it, and get into that niche. And you'll very quickly grow, maybe not necessarily in metrics, but in the respect you get from your community members, from the people that you're going to interact with. And, and that's just a great way to go. We shouldn't be focusing just on subs and views all the time. It is important, that's why we're making content, but it shouldn't be the main driver. Getting the respect of your peers and from viewers is is a great thing. I've got folks that have been loyal to my channel this whole time, all seven years, and, and that's, that's really something I appreciate. Most YouTube channels don't even last three to four years, and, I, and I've doubled that, more than doubled that and it's just really really great to have folks that have been here the entire time because they respect what i have to say they want to hear what i have to say and i'm just humbled by it every day it really means a lot to me and i know some of you guys are listening to this right now i greatly appreciate you Uh, having folks that have been around the whole time this whole journey with me it's just crazy that seven years later here i am still making content and I'm actually even getting paid to make content not a whole lot certainly not a whole lot but I'm making money now off of this there's that that extra thing I've gone to be where technically I am not a a professional YouTuber something that I never would have thought of back in the day I never would have thought I made a dime off of YouTube I never expected to have more than a hundred subs I didn't expect to have a video with more than, you know, 10 views, let alone some that I have now in like the 30,000. It's crazy the journey I've been on. And it really comes down to being myself, coming down to to appreciating the hobby for what it is and embracing my nerdiness in different niches and being the guy that I am. I'm not trying to to manufacture anything. I'm not trying to, to, you know, do clickbait or any of this other nonsense. And I would encourage you to be the same way. Even if you don't do YouTube stuff, don't feed into the nonsense on Instagram or in art circles where where you do the popular thing just because it's easy, where you do the thing that will get you the sponsors. Be yourself first and foremost. Appreciate what you do and what you have to offer. Respect yourself, then move on to that stuff. Then you can think about getting sponsorships. Then you can think about being popular or being a name brand in a circle. That comes later, but to get there, you really have to embrace yourself. Respect yourself, respect your community, respect your peers, and respect your time. There are gonna come times where you get burnt out and you need to take a break. Do that. Don't, don't burn yourself out because, oh, no, my numbers will get worse. Or, oh, no, I, I won't get the sponsors I want. Don't do that to yourself. It really comes down to self-respect as being a content creator. That's that's the key to success, I think, it is respecting yourself and the people that are around you. I would rather have 100 loyal people than a million subs any day of the week, any day of the week. I'm on a first-name basis with most of my, my regulars. I am very much well in tuned with a lot of them. I've got fellow professionals and academics in my own state that come to me. I've talked with students who saw my content and wanted to learn more. I've gotten emails from guys in other countries overseas asking me about legality stuff and asking me about environmental stuff. I'm wanting to genuinely be educated by me specifically, all because I respect myself. I respect my audience. And I tell it like it is, respect is the key to everything. And I, I think that's really a key to, to happy life too. And, and really what I want to continue to do and what I get the most joy out of being a content creator is being there for other people, inspiring other people. I have people who care less about the outdoors and about gear that that still watch my content and get involved with me because I've inspired them to be better people. And I I don't know how (laughs) I like, maybe I'm too hard on myself. Uh, It goes beyond being humble, but I don't understand when I get these messages from people going, hey, when you made that video about men's mental health, you know, it really touched me. And I was really appreciative that you made that video. Or when I made a video about medical science stuff that relates to parasites and wildlife diseases. I had people thanking me for being willing to stand up at a controversial time in our history to talk about the science behind that disease and how it relates to to serious legal and cultural issues going on in the world right now. And it's just, it's something I, I don't think I'll ever understand. It's something I am very appreciative of that I'm able to help make people's lives better just by talking about stuff that I'm interested in on the internet. I could care less about being famous. I could care less about making this a job. It would be great to do YouTube professionally. It would be great to make money off this podcast one day. But that's not why I do it. And I do it for those emails, those comments, and stuff like that. And it just really touches me. I'm really glad to have taken this journey these seven years down the road and still be going strong. It's great to be getting paid for it now but it's not why I do it and I really I look forward to doing this for several more years I'd love to hit 10 years of service in the YouTube community I might bow out before then we never know what the world is gonna throw at us what life situations will become you know my health isn't the best my professional life is all over the place my family life is all over the place you know the world's on fire right now basically but my goal is to really still be here three years from now and say, you know what? I've been making YouTube content for 10 years and I loved every minute of it. And So that's really my goal going forward. I know this this has been kind of a weird musing episode. Maybe you guys are interested in it. Maybe you're not. The the takeaway I hope you guys take from this is that being a content creator can be really amazing. It can take a lot of work, but if you, you go into it understanding the steps, you know, yeah, there will be times when you need to do product reviews to get some attention. But if you're willing to go farther than that, find your niche, build a community around yourself, you're going to have so much enjoyment as a content creator, whether it's as an artist, a musician, an outdoorsman, a uh, makeup person, it really doesn't matter what you do so long as you do it. And I highly encourage you to do it. I have no regrets over doing seven years of my life as a YouTuber And now trying to get into the podcast space well after podcasts kind of have fallen out of popularity. I don't regret a single second of it. The only thing, if I had to pick anything negative, is the amount of money I've spent on filming equipment. But I can tell you right now, it was worth the investment. And you certainly don't have to get a professional level setup when you're starting out or even be successful. I know a lot of people who make way more off me. Uh, I know way people who make way more in terms of views and subs than me that are, you know, filming on a borderline toaster camera because it's not about the quality of the audio. It's not about the quality of the video. It's about the message. Uh, So pick a message and stay true to it. And I can guarantee you, you're going to succeed as a content creator one way or the other. So with that said, I would like to thank those of you who have been around on the YouTube channel this entire time. Thank you for seven years. Thank you for supporting all my wacky ideas and my videos. And now here with the podcast, I appreciate it. You guys all mean the world to me. And I look forward to this podcast becoming what my YouTube channel has become a nice community of people that are talking about the outdoors, whether it's the skills, the science or the gear so that we can all be outdoors and stay safe, but also have fun and help take care of our outdoor spaces. So that they're still there for our kids and our grandkids going into the future. I look forward to this podcast going on to actually mean something and to help reach people like my YouTube channel has. So until the next one, I hope you guys all stay wild. I don't know what we're going to talk about next week, but it'll hopefully be entertaining to all of you. See you next time.